There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We have a special guest on the line who will be performing this weekend. You can check her out. And this is her first Minnesota show in 12 years. She goes by Joan as policewoman. Yeah, she's actually Hello. performing tonight. Joan, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Did a semi just drive by? Are you safe? I'm safe. You're I'm safe. safe. You are well, come safe. Come on, I'm in Minneapolis. It's pretty crazy. It is. Yes. Yes. Well, hopefully, yes. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, you are safe. So <laughs> you're dramatic. You're, this okay. is your first time back in Minneapolis in 12 years. Are you excited to perform in Minneapolis this evening? I'm so excited. Oh my I gosh. Am. Well, you have such yeah. a great history in music. We just went through um, all the things you've done and also, you know, people you've performed with as well. And all of the instruments that you play, you do. <laughs> I mean, you also do poetry. Uh, you teach, you write. How do you have time to do all these things? Well, I'm not married and I don't have kids. <laughs> I live in New York City, so all I do is just, you know, work. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I can I can understand that. So, I think maybe the best way to a- ask actually ask that question is how do you choose what to focus on? Yeah. I I really allow things to happen. Like I, I don't people are always saying, "John, what's your 5-year plan?" I'm like, "Who knows what in 5 it. years?" I just sort of let things come. And if I feel good about something, I take it. And that's the way I've been living my life, honestly. That is great. It's organic. I like that. Yeah. So um, tell us about the album and how that plays into your performance tonight. Will you be doing most of the work specifically from your most recent album? Or uh, like what can those who show up this evening experience? Yeah. I, well, I started putting out my own mu- music that I wrote my- and performed myself and sang myself in 2006. So I will be playing songs from, um, I don't know, maybe 10, 10 or 11 records since 2006 I put out. So I'll be playing, um, I'll be playing tunes from my whole catalog. Uh, you know, it's a solo show. So some songs work better as a solo performance. Sure. I'll be I'll be I'll be doing those and yes I will be doing stuff 
from my last album, I made an album. I was lucky enough to make an album with the late, great master drummer, Tony Allen, who is famous for creating Afrobeat with Fela Kuti from uh, Nigeria. So I, that, I will be playing stuff from that, but I'll be playing stuff from, from, you know, whatever that is. Let's see, 2006, what is that? <laughs> 17 years. What? How many years is 17 that? 17 years. That's a long 17 time. years. Yeah. 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 Can you, so you mentioned that you did the album uh, and you actually finished that album uh, that you started with Tony Allen. What was that process like for you? Well, we had met in London doing uh, an Africa Express. Um, concert, which is a program that Damon Albarn from Color and the Gorillas and this journalist named Ian Burrell put together. Um, it, it, it unites uh, Western musicians with African musicians. And uh, I went to Ethiopia with them in 2011. And they, it's just sort of like a cultural exchange and music is all of our common language so uh you know we we sort of meet there so i met tony allen in london doing one of those events we really hit it off i asked him like i heard myself say would you ever be into recording and he said (laughs) yes so we (laughs) so we had a jam session a few months later in paris where he lives um, Dave Lukumu, also from London, was playing bass. I was playing keys and singing and playing guitar. And he was playing drums. I recorded it. I took it with me. I was on tour. I took it. I took the files with me and said, okay, one day I'll, I'll do something with this. And then COVID hit. Right. So then I had that one night of jamming and I took that, those files and I made 10 songs from them. I chopped up the drums in all sorts of ways. I didn't chop up the drums in some cases, but I I took that as the the clay to create this album that I made made called The Solution is Restless that came out at the very end of 2021. Yeah, I see that. Now, you've also, you have two different albums just of covers and you tackle anyone from like Britney Spears to Prince. You've also recorded with Elton John. And as you mentioned, the gorillas, are you going to be playing any Prince songs tonight? I think that's what people of Minneapolis want to know. Maybe you could squeeze one in and it sounds like you don't really, um, you let your soul lead you when it comes to choosing (laughs) and picking what you do. So uh, do you have any songs? Maybe the, the the mood will strike you and we just don't know yet. I I will definitely play a Prince song. That is for sure. Very cool. So cool. You're just a, such a woman of the world. We, we really, uh, you know, we're contacted by a friend of yours, Chris Stedman, and and let yeah. us know that you were coming to to town, and yeah. we were just amazed at just how many people you've worked with, and just like I said, the variety of instruments that you play. What is your favorite thing to play? If you could choose one. Yeah. Oh, that's hard. I mean, so I I studied violin classically through college, mm-hmm. and that was a wonderful thing to do because beyond like starting with the violin, which is such a difficult instrument, every everything seems easy after that. Oh, right! It's just like wow, this is um, this is super. Um, it, it, 
sorry, I, I'm on the street and people were coming up to me, I think, trying to maybe sell me a Bible. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, so after the violin, it's, it's, you know, it's all, it's sort of smooth sailing from oh. that. I love the piano so much because it's all there in front of you. Yeah. And you can just, you put your, also you put your hand down. And as long as that piano has been tuned in the recent past, it sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about tuning tuning it up, you know, like, so the piano is, is where I'm at these days. But really, um, you put in the instrument in my hands and I'll, I'll find a way to, to love it otherwise. Well, I'm so excited that we got the chance to talk to you, Joan. And uh, I, I will say that for listeners who maybe haven't heard your music before, I encourage them to come see you tonight. But then when they get the chance, just look at some of your creativity online because it was just a joy to go through um, to see, you know, your performances on YouTube, even like just, just the creativity that you bring to um, expressing your music with videos and stuff. So I I was, uh, I was blown away and I know our listeners will be too. If they want to follow you along and they're not able to make it tonight, where, where do you like people to head? I mean, I interact the most with people on Instagram just because it's friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but you know I'm on Twitter and Facebook and I have a website that sort of lists all my shows. Um, so you know any any of that. I'm also here doing a Vladimir Vasotsky project. So I'll also be at the Russian Museum tomorrow mm-hmm. night doing that show. Awesome. Um, that's a group show. So I'll just be a, doing a few songs of that. But that's a really exciting project as well. Wow. Well, that's such a wonderful space, Joan. Thank you so much for being with us, and best of luck. And um, thank you so much for having me. Have no a beautiful day. Problem. Warm out. Yes, yes it is. It enjoy is. the su- <laughs> enjoy the sunlight. Oh, it's gorgeous. Okay, <laughs> see you later. Okay, Thanks, Joan. Joan. Thank you. That's Joan Wasser, who, uh, as you said, Don performs as Joan the policewoman, Joan S. Policewoman, and she will put all the information on our show links page so that you can get information to her performance this evening at the Unitarian Universalist Society. Uh, in Minneapolis. It's only $15. A great recommendation from our Chris, uh, friend Chris Debnan, as you said as well. And just, you know, if you're looking for something fun to do, like she said, the weather's nice. Let's go listen to some amazing live music. She's okay. So she's around um, our age. Yeah. So just looking at the people she's recorded with, you oh, know, it's, insane. It's, it's just if you're a fan of like the early 2000s, kind of like even into the grunge era, that's where she kind of. It looks like had a lot of um, her start. So if you're into that at all, some of the people she's performing, you'll be like, oh, my gosh. And she's but just then super, it just continues. Super great on the piano. That's what she'll be doing tonight. So, yeah. uh, again, all that information's on our website. When we come back here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, a new segment uh, that we have christened here that happens only at 115 on Fridays. Find out what it's called when we return <laughs> right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas with huge savings for 2023. If ever there was a time to visit the Little Blind Spot showroom, that time is here. Right now, select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of 30% off the purchase value, up to $1,200. That's right, I said $1,200. Hunter Douglas Honeycomb Shades are designed to conserve energy at the window in any season. They trap heat inside the honeycomb fabrics during the winter months 
and keep cool air inside your home in summer. It's like they were made for Minnesotans. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today for help from the best experts in the business. Or you can visit them online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. We're big on surveys. Entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Don. Uh, if you just joined us, we were talking to Joan as policewoman, the artist Joan Wasser. I put on our show links page the link to get tickets to her show tonight. So thanks, John. You can find it now. A super important story today. It's Friday and it's one fifteen, and you know what that means. Wiener Bean at one fifteen. See, she doesn't want to say it. You're the one who was like, why can't we say that? It's ween. Well, let's just say ween. Okay. What about peen? Okay, well, you just said it, but you weren't going to say ween it. Ween at 115. You call it whatever you want, but there's a wiener story coming your way. Right. Oh, sorry. Hey, I saw this headline about... Nobody? I saw this story, a headline rather, <laughs> about... Oh, <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> and it's about Catherine Zeta-Jones. Here is the headline. Why Catherine Zeta-Jones makes Michael Douglas whip it out when they play golf. What? (laughs) Wow. Is it for inspiration? So I didn't understand the story. And then I went to read the story. It says, basically, Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones keep their golf matches fun and flirty with risque bets. Michael uh, Douglas apparently said that uh, Catherine makes him, quote, whip it out if he doesn't, quote, Hit it past the ladies' tee. Now, I am not the sports guy. You both know this, right? So mm-hmm. when I read this, I was like... And then in the story later, she you go on to find out that she makes other guys do this. And I'm like, okay, so like, is this, is this like a Catherine Zeta-Jones thing? And then... And you were like, I don't know, because you've never heard of this before, right, Dawn? Even though I was a beer cart girl on a golf course for a while at Lake of the Ozarks. But you'd never seen uh, somebody whipping it out. Thank God, no. Okay. But then our good friend and producer, Mike, uh, the Duke of Invergrove, (laughs) said, oh, I can't wait to talk about this story because this is a thing. It's not just her. This it's is not a just thing. her. Apparently, it's a thing, Mike, right? It's a thing. Yeah. In casual golf settings, you're not going to see this on the PGA Tour. <laughs> I was going to uh, say. Thank goodness, because like, if Dustin Johnson did it, I think someone might get injured. Yeah. Um, Johnson. Ooh, hey. Who is this? Uh, yeah. He, you could just tell. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> What's his name? His last name's Johnson. Dustin Johnson. I get mean, it? Anyway. Yeah. Um, no, but this is actually a thing in casual whatever golf where, uh, and I've never, ever understood it. And I think it's like a generation before me because like, like a boomer. My- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thing. Yeah, like my dad and his buddies. Well, that's Why does it not gen- surprise me that boomer guys... 
Yeah, would do this. So yeah, but uh, I'd even hey, say I'd even you say take out your wiener. I'd even say Gen X. <laughs> oh really? Okay. Yeah, it's Gen X, and it's always and it seems like I don't know because like I I played football. Like I've been around guys in the shower. We kind of know whatever. But when it comes to a casual interaction, I don't know about you know you and your buddies, but <laughs> I, I'm I, never I, normally you know like it's different whipping it's it different. out. Okay, sorry. but I know gotcha. what you I know yeah. what you're saying. What? I know. What, is happening. I know what you're saying. He's but, saying that like like straight male culture or sports male sports culture sure. is 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 juvenile at best, perhaps. Oh, sure. But I'm saying even with that, I've never we've never done that. Like me and my oh, friend groups have never yeah, done yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I was actually saying the opposite, where it's like I, I've never experienced that, with the exception yeah. of you know taking showers and stuff for for sports and oh, for so athletes like that. But you. I'm saying just casually, like, sitting around, that's never been a joke my friend group and okay. I have ever gone to. You're not taking but your things out. The idea, and exactly how you laid it out, that is the bit in golf where <laughs> apparently there's a thing that, uh, so I can keep going, um, if you don't hit it across the ladies' tee, yeah. which is... Dawn, okay, first of all, Dawn, you're distracting me <laughs> because you're doing things, and I'm not going to tell the audience because I'm going to be... Kind, but she's being inappropriate. But the idea is if you don't, you not only have to take it out, but you have to finish the hole with it Okay, out. okay! I don't understand what he's saying! And I don't want to ask questions for fear of running afoul of our no. HR handbook. What? You have to finish the hole what? The, the, you just said you have to not only take it out, but finish the hole. With yes. it out. Yes. So, so in golf, you saying, tee, tee, the very first shot you have, you, you put it, you, hurry. You, you tee up the ball, and then you hit it. Now, if that tee shot doesn't go past ladies' tee, is what is it ladies' said. tee like? How many feet in front of you? It is depends on every tea. hole's different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a great story. I, I can't go all day. But if That's it's nasty, say it's say it's a long par five. It might be. <laughs> Okay, the goal is say a sentence without making a double entendre. So if the ball doesn't, okay. Um, you, no, we'll let you talk. So about 500, so let's say it was a 500-yard par five or something. It might be like, I don't know, 60-ish yards ahead. Like they, oh, okay. they reduce so, it when, down. In my head, uh, so I'm glad you said this. So mm-hmm. again, you're saying essentially this is a bet wherein if you're a dude and you, you don't make it as as far as the ladies' tee, you're going to have to show your junk. But the, in my head, I was thinking the ladies' tee is like six feet in front I of me. I did too. I thought it was where I was starting. Like, and I was thinking to myself, real, like that seems like a no-brainer. You would never do that. Yeah, so every course usually has like championship tees. Those are the furthest ones. Then okay. there's like your casual, there might be white or blue tees after that. That's where most people will be playing. Mm-hmm. Then in front of that, you might have the ladies' tee or the even senior tee. Could, they Aww. kind of go both ways where you could go either one. Um, but then, yeah, so traditionally most courses have three different sets of tees. So it could and be the, significantly in front of Very much so, yes. Okay. So this is not a super uncommon thing if you just miss hit your tee and shot. It's the not theory go that then that like you couldn't even get it to the ladies. Yeah. This is so sounds so sexist, mm-hmm, but yes, yeah, it's but fine. so that you need to then be emasculated by that publicly is, humiliating yourself. Get, by you better do your, it fast because a bird might come by. <laughs> that is my understanding, and uh, yeah. So, that's, oh my god, it's not all, like so, I said. I've never experienced. You're no, just saying like you've ask, heard that this is a thing. We need to ask Grant because his parents had a golf. He oh, worked on oh, a golf course. He, absolutely. Have, Where is Grant? Oh, okay, here's what we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to get him in uh, on the other side of this because yeah. we've got to run. But um, before food <laughs> porn Friday. Run. 
See we ya. are going to get Grant's opinion, opinion about on peeing this. at one fifteen. All right, we'll do that when we come back right here on my talk one zero seven one. Bye. Which apparently I don't know when that happened. So. <laughs> It's Friday. I think we got distracted by leaners. Yeah. Odd for us, actually. You know what? Now we'll be right back. (laughs) Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Hero. Here's the thing. I don't know how my furnace runs. I don't know what it takes to keep my furnace in tip-top shape, but I do know who knows those things, and that's the professionals at Hero. And that's why we had them out to our house earlier last, well, I should say later last year, right before winter began, to tune up our furnace. And you can have that experience. Um, Each and every year, you can have Hero out to make sure your furnace is ready to go, or if it's been a number of years and you've never had it checked out or you've got questions, just give them a jingle. But then, should you have any problems with your boiler, furnace, or heating pump, whatever heats your home this time of year, I want you to call my friends at Hero today. And when you do, you're going to save $57 off your repair. Just remember, $57 off the next time you call Hero.com. And Hero does so much more. Trust me. Heating, cooling, electric, air ducts, you name it, plumbing, they can help. They've helped in our home several times. Call Hero.com today. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sang it. Some days I... The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Oh, gosh. It's Friday and it's 1.30. And this is when we talk about food. about um, what we just talked about. Uh, it was our peanut 115 story, and it had to do with Catherine Zeta-Jones none making the, Michael Douglas. What? None of these words make any sense. The listener who just tuned in is like, what? Food porn and peen? What yeah. is going on? We talked so, about a golf tradition. Yeah, so there was this story that I found about Catherine Zeta-Jones making uh, Michael Douglas take out his thing. His junk? If he missed the ladies' tea. Yes. And we didn't know what any of that meant. Turned out Mike said, oh, no, that's a thing. I don't know why, and I've never seen it firsthand exactly and most men haven't it's usually something you just call your friends out for rather than actually making them do that now i've never honestly made any of my friends do that because personally while i'm playing golf i don't need to see any of that going on but it's one of those old and i don't say it's very inappropriate jokes of if you look at it now that go along with the other references because if you can't hit your ball past the women's tee you have to do something yeah. bad. Now, yeah. the other one that goes along with that is if you putt and you putt short of the cup, someone will say, hey, Sally, or did you bring your wife along to putt? Oh, All God. jokes so that it's are like very... super sexist. <laughs> I was going to say. But, what, what, but what's weird about it is it was Catherine Zeta-Jones. It's like, come on, do it. Well, that's probably because they're old friends and it's a little, you know, some yeah. Hollywood uh, yeah. stardom behind it. But really, in all actuality. So this was not running rampant uh, with your golf course experiences. No, it, it, it's definitely brought up amongst men a lot. And that doesn't make it right. Everybody out there listening, I know that oh. these are these are yeah. very sensitive. Seriously, this is, I mean, this is in correlation to what Tiger Woods did 
yeah. with the tampon handing to Justin. Oh, Did God, you hear about this? No. So yeah. Tiger Woods handed Justin Thomas a tampon unused wow. while he was walking down the fairway because he outdrove him in the PGA tournament. Very bad move, but going along the same ends of these very so misogynistic this is like rooted jokes. in a Thank very sexist culture. Well, you it know is. the good news is? It is. Yes. We are not going to do that here on our show. You That's know what right. we're going to do instead? Some food. We are just yeah. going to focus on the food. Hey, Grant, first of all, thank you for picking up our food porn for He's today. really helping us You're today. Welcome, you were guys. very helpful. Now, I did hear Lori yelling at you to go. You have to go out get to your car cords. and get a bungee cord. I'm going to go so. get those bungee cords right now, and I hope to God they're in there. So, fingers oh, crossed. Oh, my God, for her microphone. Godspeed. Or- yeah, yeah, for her trip to Hawaii. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. gosh. Well, well, you better, you're going to be making a quick trip to Menards down the street. I was going to say, if not, I'm yeah. going to Menards. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thank Thanks, Grant. Grant. We'll give Bye. you some of this, what we picked up for food porn when we're done. So, food porn Friday. I think this was a listener suggestion. Uh, suggestion. And, Dawn, I think it might have been Panda or one of our other regular listeners who alerted us to the fact that Domino's has a new dish on order. These are tots? Yes. And so, we have ordered the Philly cheesesteak tots. They're $6.99, by the way. The bacon and cheddar called, tots. Like, tots or... Yeah, there's a section that says new on the Domino's app, and it says tots, bacon cheddar, Philly cheesesteak, and then three cheese blend or something. So... Okay, so you ordered these loaded. They're called loaded tots, and as you said, they're $6.99 each. You, um, there are three flavors. You purchased each of the three flavors for us to try. Mm-hmm. Each of the three flavors has been divvied up and shared with uh, fellow co-hosts here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. So, how? Let's start maybe with the visual, Dawn. Okay. How does the visual of the loaded tots appear to you? I mean, what was the noise you made when you came into the studio? I said ew because <laughs> it was kind of stinky. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I haven't tried it yet, but maybe I'm just not. Digging the smell of something. I don't know. I'm not super tater tot into tater tots. Are it you? reminds me of um, like, oh, I love tater tots. Uh, tater tot hot dish. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So which one are we going to try first? I don't know. Which one do you want to try? So you've got the three different kinds there. The um, Philly cheesesteak. I think we should try cheese. that first because it looks freshest. All right, go for it. Okay. Um, and Mike has this as well. This It has some green it's, peppers. It's just as long as it's not jalapeno. No, there's jalapenos onions. on it. There are? Right? No. Yeah, because isn't it... Um... Oh, it's green pepper. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, she's changing oh, her tune. Oh, that's pretty good. She's changing her tune. So I do love tater tots. They're probably my favorite um, potato. Oh. Mm. Yeah, if I'm going to eat a potato, potato tots, they're... Or, Tater tots are amazing. Uh, they're exactly the color you want them to be. They're a nice golden brown. Ooh. A little, uh, a little mush moist. to them. A little moist to them. But again, I bet that might be the travel. Been... Yeah, travel time. Yeah, that's travel time right there. I think they're delicious. They're yeah. really good. They are really good because, to your point, Mike, the the key here is you want crispy, mm-hmm. salty, uh, and um, you want the toppings to be good. I that's honestly, a, that's a meal. Like it doesn't feel like a side dish because there's meat on it. You know, there's the Cheesesteak meat, whatever that is. I will say the toppings for the Philly cheesesteak one, I didn't really taste it. Like if, if you had made me tell you what flavor that was, I'd be like, well, there's pepper and meat on it. And, and onions but and cheese and meat. Yeah, you, but you don't. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is it, it doesn't taste like, like I wouldn't identify that as Philly cheesesteak per se, just like, oh, there's some meat and cheese. 
Should we try the, um, you want to try the bacon? Yeah. Which the, now this is just what? Bacon and bacon cheese? Bacon and cheddar, I think. Yeah. All right. Go for it. They all look, I will say they all look, it comes in sort of a, you know, like the breadstick box. Mm-hmm. It's a long. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You like those better? Wow. Uh-oh, Mike. Calm okay. down. This, 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 this is oh, a... Oh, oh, boy. This has like a breakfast um, tater tot. My aunt does this wonderful breakfast tater tot, like hot dish type yeah, thing. Yeah, I know what you're talking and about. And this is that. I mean, you get, the, you get the fat and the nice taste of the bacon. You got the good cheddar. This is... By far better than the other one, but this oh, is real good. Really, you think? So? I think so. Okay, and it would be perfect if you just I want scrambled eggs. up an yeah, egg. Throw and some and eggs just, in there for yeah, sure. Cook it with it. Ooh. For sure, I want scrambled eggs. Okay, now are we going you too think, fast? I, I actually like the Philly cheesesteak better. What do you like one. better about it? I think that's very bacon forward. I just taste a lot of bacon. So too bacony for you. It is, and I kind of want it to be a meal, like like a lunch meal. Yeah, you know so what I you, mean? you're thinking of, of this in terms of like, would I get this for lunch? Right, exactly. So, so far you like the, the Philly cheesesteak. Now we've got the, this is just straight up cheese, right? Three cheese blends. Oh. <laughs> you know. And again, if you're just joining us, this is our Food Porn Friday chat. And uh, Dawn's getting it in her pie hole. Oh. Go for it. A little bit nope. of an issue there. What's Mike yep. thinking? There's definitely a little Parmesan vibe to it. Mm. That that you're gonna pick up uh, pretty quickly, I think. Okay, that's um, Ooh, it's good. That's that's really good too. Yeah, these are. Uh, I'm surprised. I didn't think I would like this as much. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. This wow, because I'm not somebody who will order like if a place has tater tots, I would rather have fries or onion rings. Yeah, you're like not a tater Sonic, tot person. You know, not really. But that's just because. I love not, tots just because they're unique. Like you, when you go places, they don't usually have tots. But right, I mean, it's I'm not really into hash browns either, just mm. because of the mushy quality. Yeah, but I actually I will say, like these. Okay, so if if you had to pick one, well, first of all, let's do this overall scale zero to five. Zero being this is the most disgusting thing I've ever put in my mouth. Five being I want to marry this thing and live with it every day of my mm-hmm. life forever. Where do, Dawn, the loaded tots from Domino's show up for And this you? isn't a scale of the best meal I've ever had, <laughs> right? I always ask this. Yeah, so, yeah. This is on a tot scale? I would say, I mean, look, or the rules are your own, food. but generally when I approach this task, I'm like, this isn't for all foods ever. It's like of this genre. Variety. Okay, I would say 2.7. All right, 2.7. Wow. I'd go, I'm going to say... Mm, 3.75. 3.75. Yeah, I like this a lot. I would give it a solid three-ish because here's what I know. Realistically, we're ordering pizza at Domino's. Would I order this? If I was super duper hungry and I wanted something extra than pizza, I would order this. Oh. Would I order this specifically? No. Right? Like I wouldn't just go, I I need to have this. Yeah, like I wouldn't just order this by itself, but if if we were going all in on Domino's and I was super hungry, I'd be like, oh, get them tots. Ooh, you know, I would do what we did with a group of people because there is plenty here. I uh, I will say also we did drop the ball and not getting sauce because I feel oh, like sauce whoops. would have been a good. I did not get any sauce. It was but my you know, job. What kind of? No, it wasn't your job. It's just there that... were like eight sauces to choose from. It was ridiculous. What kind of sauce would you guys want with this? I think the Philly cheesesteak would maybe be the only one where there'd be like a cheesy sauce. But I don't know what sauce I'd want with do the you other know what I two. Want? I want like marinara. Mm. 
Yeah. Oh, maybe with the uh, three cheese. Or let's be clear. I want to put ranch and blue cheese on everything. Well, they did so. have ranch on the list. Well, hey, so that's an option, you guys. All right. So, Dawn, you said uh, two and a half. 2.7. 2.7, excuse me. 2.7. Mike, 3.75. Highest I've ever given. Yeah. That's and really good. Is that really the highest you've ever given? Yeah. Wow. In this and, high yeah. praise. And uh, I would just say a, a nice solid three. Okay. All right. So, Dawn, um, can we put a link to the loaded tots? I will. <laughs> I don't know that you need a link. You can Google I, it. Yeah, you guys, just go to, yeah. Google it if and they, don't try to order in advance because it won't work. Yeah. And, well, that's exactly right. Because <laughs> we had that issue for but some But that's reason. okay. Yeah, that's I don't the know first why. time I've ever experienced that where we try to order something in advance. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't let us. Yeah. It just said our location. You even called. And I like, called no. and they said, no, you have to wait. Have you ever done anything absentmindedly? Oh, yeah. In the I last have. 30 minutes? Um, probably. You can point it out if you want. I don't know. Oh, I forgot to add a tip. And then you had to get cash out of your pocket. Well, and then I also just addressed an email to myself. So <laughs> maybe like us, you've done things absentmindedly on occasion. If yeah. so... Uh, have we got a conversation for you? Dawn's got a story that she would like to share when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Clayne, are you thinking losing some weight? Now, if you are, you can take it from me. Uh, Trust and Livia Weight Control Centers. They are the experts. They will work with you to build a personalized nutrition plan. You can select your Livia meals and snacks and then watch the weight come off. It is that simple. I did the Livia plan and I still have maintained my weight loss. It's been like almost three years now. And you can lose up to 10 pounds in your first two weeks. So if you want to join, I'm sure you might have tried some other plans out there or tried to just look things up online and you just don't know why the weight isn't coming off. Well, I can tell you the structure and expertise of Livia Weight Control Centers is what does it. And also they uh, teach you how to keep the weight off. So your first eight weeks are free when you mention me. Don't wait. Call today, 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. Come to Livia and experience life-changing weight loss. There are centers all over the Twin Cities. Livia.com, that's L-I-V-E-A.com. Your first eight weeks are free. What's up, dogs? I love a good Twitter thread. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Hi. I, hi. I found a Twitter thread. Oh, fun. And Where it's are we a going? fun Friday thing. And it was about absent mindedness. Well, I've been there. Okay. So um, people have pretty much bra- brains that want to take a break every now and then. That's the way scientists explain it. And um, being on autopilot or, um, yeah, it's just like a default setting for your brain where you're not, you're maybe thinking of something else or it's just blank and your hands are doing things that you don't realize. So you're saying you, this this uh, Twitter thread yes. takes us on a journey of people's absent-mindedness. Did it start from a study or somebody was just like, hey, I'm absent-minded? Um, Uberfax put it out and said, oh, what's the weirdest cool. thing you've ever done while your brain was on autopilot? And people had a field day. I was laughing out loud last night at some of these yeah. and it made me not feel so bad. I will say... This week, what I've done, which on autopilot is I'm going, I'm in my car, I'm leaving work, I'm go, I'm up by the gate, and I'm pressing my garage door opener oh to open the, the gate here at work. No! And some of them you have to get pretty close to, and so I'm like, why isn't it working? And I'm like, I'll get closer, and it opens, and I'm like, oh, great, and then I realize it didn't you help for me. You actually have a tag. Yeah. So what have you done this week? Well, I told you, I just... Sent myself an email. Well, I, I opened an email and then addressed it to myself. And I was like, nope, 
I'm actually not writing myself an email. Start again. <laughs> so when I change that, I do absent-minded things all the time. I will grab, you know, the hair conditioner when I think it's my toothpaste, and I'm like, I'm not putting this on my toothbrush. <laughs> yes. But apparently, my autonomic nervous system thought otherwise. Yes. If you want to give us a call and tell us what you've done absent-mindedly, we'd love to hear from you. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. I'll just read you a few here. Hopefully, in between calls. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Mike, did you answer? I'm trying to think. Um, go ahead and uh, we'll you're take a some producer. calls. He's absent-mindedly it's yeah. really yeah. right now. Yeah. Well, you're, you're a producer, so you have to ultra-focus on so many things that I don't think that your mind's in will let you rest just from experience. Sure. That's that just yeah. explain it. But yeah, I'll think of something. Sure. Okay, so um, somebody replied um, to, what's the weirdest thing you've done while your brain was on autopilot? Ludwig Dieter says, what? You mean like looking for my phone with the flashlight of my phone? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I, I do stuff like that all the time where I'm like holding my coffee going, where did I put my coffee? Uh-huh. It's in your hand! That's probably the biggest one for me now that you say it. There's so many times I'll be looking. Where's I'll, my phone? I'll start yeah. walking out of my apartment and I'm like, man, I know I had my phone somewhere. And then I'm like, I'm feeling my pockets. I'm feeling my pants. I'm feeling around. I can't find it. Go back into the apartment and the whole time it's in my left hand. The yeah. only, yes! Definitely done that before. The only thing more commonly heard in my house other than where's my phone mm-hmm. is, oh, I've never heard that before because that's usually the what follows when oh, I say, sure. oh. "Where's my phone?" And Jamie is like, "Well, oh. I've never heard that before." Oh, because I'm the I do one it in my house every like that. Yes. single day. Yes. But you know, to me, it's not even like because I usually put my phone in the same like five spots, right? Like it's mm-hmm. not going to be. I'm not. I'm not putting my phone in the dishwasher. Like oh, some people, people are. Some people are that level. Oh, I'm yeah. usually just like. I, I leave a room and I instantly forget what has happened up until that moment. Oh, for sure. Right? Yes, yes. What else have we heard? Okay, this person said, accidentally said thank you to a vending machine. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, God, that's oh, hilarious. God. Do you want to hear what Annie said? Yes, Annie. Annie's on the phone. Hey, Annie, are you being absent-minded right now or what'd you do? <laughs> I did it the other day. I, went, I have a push-button start in my vehicle yeah and instead of turning my vehicle off i hit the uh seatbelt button <laughs> okay <laughs> and i looked fair. at it and i'm like what did you do he's just yeah. looking at it going it just takes a minute to really figure out what you've done thank you annie i love that mm-hmm. annie can i say of, of that vein i have a push start you know push button start yeah. now and i will frequently i have I, I shouldn't say frequently but more i have done this more than i would like to admit that I have like pulled into my garage, mm-hmm. turned off my car, yeah. and then before I go to get out, like I've gathered my phone and everything, yeah. and I will push, I will push my car button on again. <laughs> yeah, thinking I, I think I think I'm because I'll usually hit my trunk button. Sure. So I don't know if I think where I'm doing my trunk or something. Yeah, where all my hidden stuff is. Uh-huh. Um, but like, and then I have to turn the car off because I didn't really turn it all the way on. It just turns the electricity on oh, or whatever. Sure. You know what I mean? And it'll it run the lights and stuff. Battery. Uh-huh. So then I have to start the car, <laughs> then to turn it off. And I'm like, oh, God, it's just habit. <sighs> I think a lot of people probably do that. Okay. This person said on, uh, once again, this is, um, if you just joined us, it is, what's the weirdest thing you've ever done while your brain is on autopilot? Um, Shad says, drove to my old apartment after getting off a long shift. Oh, God. Uh, this person says, sent a text and put the phone to my ear waiting for someone <laughs> to pick up. 
We have a, oh, we have a bunch of people on. I would rather uh, hear from my talkers. Absolutely, we've got Jamie is on the line. Yeah, let's hear from Jamie. Hi, hey, Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. Hi, Jamie. What have you done absent-mindedly? Mine's the exact opposite. I know you guys talk about like being a fan of game shows and buzzer and all that. Sure. I basically can't do things like leaving a room. Uh-huh. I'll pretend buzzering that I turned off the lights, that I, like, turned off the stove, that I have my keys, that I have my phone. Oh, it's an obsessive thing. You're, like, thing. overcompensating. And if people would look at me, they'd be like, oh. are you thinking there's bugs? <laughs> what is she swatting at? Well, you might just continue to do this till, you know, you're 100 years old. So yeah. you won't be losing your glasses. I mean, hey. You know, like the other old ladies will be it doing. I came about probably out of a necessity. We'll put it that way. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Absolutely. Jamie. Gotcha. Thank you. We've got Alan on the line. You want to hear from Alan? Sure. Hey, Alan. What are you doing absentmindedly? So I had to have been in, I don't know, first grade or kindergarten. I remember so clearly. It was uh, reading time, and I was in the front row listening to the teacher read crisscross mm-hmm. applesauce, and <laughs> I don't know why. For some reason, I grabbed my friend uh, to my right side. I grabbed her hand and just slowly picked it up and then just kissed it and then put it back down. <laughs> and the teacher said, hey, Alan, let's uh, keep our kisses to ourselves. And <laughs> I was like, huh? And I didn't realize what I did. And I looked over, and she was like, what are you doing? Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Maybe your mom used to do that to you or something. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Thank you, Alan. Okay, we've got uh, Gina on the line. I will say before we head to Gina, yeah. our good friend Colleen Lindstrom, she just texted us. Oh. The other day, I was going to St. Paul for lunch, and I autopilot drove to the station. Oh, Colleen. <laughs> oh, you That's should adorable. come in. We love you and miss you. Oh. Um, we've got Gina on the line. You want to hear from Gina? Yes, Gina. All right, Gina. What you it's doing? It's actually Tina with a T. Oh, oh Tina. Tina. See, we absentmindedly gave you the wrong name. <laughs> It's okay. My weird thing is when I see a dog in the car, I'll wave at it on accident. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an accident. That's a natural no, reaction. That's, That's just a kind thing to do. That's so cute. Oh, thanks, Gina. Thanks, Tina. Thank Tina, not Gina. Oh, did I say Gina? I was looking at his word. He wrote it out. I was absent-minded out. there. Oh, wrote Gina. Be, I was uh, just being absent-minded reading and not doing math. So. Do we have another person on no, the line? That's, here? Okay. That's, that's Tina okay. Gina. Well, here's another one from this list of what did you do absent-mindedly lately. Uh, this person, um, I had my phone in my hand and a drink cup in my hand that was full. I chucked my drink cup onto my bed rather than my phone. <laughs> Not a good idea. Not a good idea. Oh. Do you want me to give you a listener who tweeted? Mm. We've got uh, Auntie on Twitter said, looking for my reading glasses when they are up on the top of my head. Or oh, always. using punctuation when leaving a voicemail. You know, like when you're doing a voice text. Oh, my gosh. She's like, period. Excla- <laughs> <laughs> that would be delightful. So like, uh, all right, see you later, exclamation point. <laughs> I thought I was the only one who took the time to actually put, are you going to be okay? I am. I just, she just gets uh, too yeah, emotional. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but we have somebody who we know and love who did something very absentmindedly, right? In fact, she's going to join us when we come back. B. Arthur had a nightmare 
of absent-mindedness. Well, actually, it had nothing to do with their absent mind and everything to do with the crazy weather we had a week ago. We'll tell you that story in her own words when we return right here on My Talk 107.1.